Always in our nation, there are the negative thinkers who deluge us with cynical, gloomy, pessimistic predictions that would discredit our country. At an hour like this, I suggest we stop talking and start listening to the voice of the American flag. I imagine that Old Glory, as some call her, with the wisdom of two hundred years of history behind her, would have fitting words for us today. Week after week she stands silently behind me in this pulpit. Without the authority that she represents, I would not have the freedom to speak as I have. Today, she speaks. Let us listen to her. Robert Schuller. I am the American flag. I wish to speak to all members of my country who are anxious, fearful, angry, hurt, and worried. I will speak from the wisdom of a long life. I first felt the vigor of wind on my multicolored face when I unfurled my thirteen stars nearly two hundred years ago. I looked down to see horses with their clattering hooves pulling rattling carriages over cobblestone streets. Since then, I have looked up to see silver jets streak across blue skies. I have known thirty-seven presidents. I have traveled from New York to San Francisco, from Chicago to New Orleans, and across every sea. I have unfurled my pride on sailing ships, steamers, and mighty vessels of armed power to bring peace and freedom to oppressed people of the world. I have traveled far, across continents, oceans, deserts, and on the chilly, snow-white tip of a mighty Saturn with its blazing engines to soar through the silent seas of space until I stood proudly on the gray surface of the shining moon. I have lived long, traveled far, and I, the American flag, have something to say to my country today. I, the American flag, have seen much, so listen, and listen hard. I was in the hand of my first president in the blood and snow of Valley Forge. I was there when my nation was born, small, with a wilderness at her back and seas at her sides, and not one friendly neighbor to whom she, as a struggling infant orphan, could call for help in distress. I saw that child survive and grow strong to belch smoke from steel furnaces and to break virgin prairie until wastelands were blanketed by fields of ripening grain. I flew on to ride from steel girders, topping our skyscrapers in New York, Chicago, and Los Angeles. I have earned the right to speak. The price paid for my freedom of speech is a price few remember or can comprehend. Most forget but I still see in my memory those bright, beautiful young men who died for me at Porkchop Hill, Verdon, Normandy, Iwo Jima, Pearl Harbor, the Coral Sea, Okinawa, Corregidor, and the Asian jungles half a world away. And when they died for me, I wrapped them in my love and draped my honor over their caskets in tropics, deserts, and seas. Those who died for my right to speak in freedom are buried in the Flanders field of France, the punch bowl in Hawaii, in the outskirts of Manila, the Philippines, and in many other places under the sun. I fly proudly over their green graves at all of these places, praying that wars might end forever. Never forgetting them, I rise every morning to watch, hour after hour, over the graves of our finest men, whose years were short, 
but whose service was longer than we can ever measure. Yes, I, the American flag, have lived long, traveled far, and endured much. A million lives and more were sacrificed to give me the right to speak. Now, I will break my long silence, and I shall speak. Listen! I shall speak about my land, today and tomorrow, her tragedy and triumph, her sins and her glory. I shall speak about my world, for my heart weeps for all nations, all men and women and little children of every race, creed, and color. I, the American flag, now speak. I say, be proud of your country. There is so much about her that is beautiful, compassionate, tender, powerful, yet gentle. I have this week been in her places of learning, listening to children by the hundreds of thousands, yes, millions, pledge their allegiance to me in their schoolrooms. I heard them recite in accents of the South, the East, and the West. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I have looked back into their faces, in Brownie, Cub Scout, and Boy Scout meetings, from east to west and north to south, in little leagues, pony leagues, minor leagues, and to the major leagues where tens of thousands rose with respect as I made my gallant entrance. Yes, I've been stained, torn, spit upon, and defiled by my detractors for two hundred years. Still, I'm proud of my country, its schools, its courts of law, its assembly halls where laws are passed. I'm proud of my country. Managers, laborers, firemen, policemen, my army, navy, air force, marine corps, all dedicated to the dignity of man. I, the American flag, will speak. Listen. I'm proud of my country. Yes, in spite of all her sins, and there are many, in spite of her shame, and she is not without her share of shame, I am still proud of America. Show me any other country that is stainless, spotless, sinless, or shameless, over whose people I could fly with greater honor. I'm proud to fly over my imperfect America, for I know of no other people who have been swifter to unselfishly spend billions of dollars sailing strange seas, soaring through unfamiliar skies, to rescue beleaguered, besieged people with skin colors, facial features, foreign religions that all seemed odd to the eyes of kids from Peoria, Illinois, and Sioux City, Iowa. But their hearts never noticed, for the young G.I.s saw them only as oppressed, tortured, fellow human beings who were hurting and crying for help. So, our crew cut American soldiers with pluck, plowed on through the mud, leaving a trail of their own blood behind. As they liberated people they had never seen before, and would never see again. And along the way, they found time to deliver babies of primitive mothers, and pass out chewing gum to children. And with the peace, they simply went home to Mom, asking no thanks, and expecting no monuments, surely never aiming to conquer territory or build a world empire. I'm proud of my people's gifts to the world. For two hundred years, I've been packed in the trunks and suitcases of doctors, clergymen, missionaries, 
and educators. Together we traveled to Africa, China, India, Japan, and the uttermost parts of the earth to share the good life we were enjoying in America. Here these ambassadors built institutions that still stand today. Hospitals, schools, and churches. Americans, be proud of our country. For no country knows greater freedom than my country. Freedom to each man, woman, and child. To choose his life's work as doctor, lawyer, astronaut, or agriculturalist. Freedom to travel from state to state without armed guards at borders demanding to see passports. Freedom to try and succeed. Freedom to fail and not be cast in prison for honest failure. Freedom to speak, write, praise, question, or criticize anyone, no matter how high his station or rank, and not fear a wiretap on the telephone or a knock on the door at night. Freedom to save and build a fortune you may give away at the end of your life to your family, church, or friends. Freedom to worship or not to worship as the mind and heart dictate. Every Saturday I am found in Jewish temples where I hear the worshippers chant, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And on Sundays in Catholic churches I hear them repeat, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. And in the Protestant churches I hear them sing, What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. Yes, I am the American flag, proud of the opportunities in my country. Yes, I am the American flag, proud of the opportunities in my country. Freedom to borrow and build, to buy and sell, to make an honest profit in return for real service sincerely offered. Freedom to start your own business and become a capitalist, to create dignified job opportunities for people who want to know the pride of honestly working for a living. I am proud of the harvest of our land. Corn, wheat, cotton, apples, nuts, cherries, oranges, pineapples. I see the harvest of my 50 states and I am proud. Let's be proud of our country. Look at the fruit of her hand, for out of her factories and laboratories an endless creation of new products flows forth. Wonder drugs and vaccines to destroy forever ancient plagues that for centuries killed children and struck terror in hearts of mothers every time they felt a fever on their child's brow. Tools to handle any task, to reach the moon, to move mountains, or to penetrate and photograph the inside of a human heart. Tools made of iron, tools made of plastic, tools made of diamonds, tools made of glass, tools made of laser beams. I am proud of my country. I say, be proud that you're an American. Be proud, be confident, be bold. You can do anything you want to do. You can climb any mountain. Possibilities? They're unlimited. Except as you limit them with a cynical, bitter, negative attitude. Yes, when you see me flying in legislative halls, schools, courthouses, and churches, listen to the rustle of my stars and stripes as I cry out to every boy and girl, every man and woman. Dream your dreams. Dare to believe. You can make it in America. I am the American flag. I have a second word for you. 
be humble. Look now at the sins that still remain, and settle for nothing less than a deep cleansing. I need not tell you what you are doing that is wrong. Deep down in your heart, you know it. Be humble enough to know where your glory and greatness come from. Old glory, I'm called. What is my glory? My glory is the freedom that I give to every law-respecting man, woman, and child. But mark this, and mark it well. Freedom depends on morality. The Ten Commandments, the Sermon on the Mount, the Word of God are the foundation stones of time-tested morality. Remove these foundations and suffer future shock, loss of freedom. The American way of life is characterized by freedom, which was made possible because the vast majority of our citizens were trusted as basically self-disciplined followers of the Ten Commandments. As such, morally committed persons, like children of good reputation, they could be trusted with great freedom. Should a majority of our citizens forsake the disciplines that come through moral commitment, then the society will no longer dare to trust itself with the greater liberties, like young people of questionable reputation are placed suspiciously under curfew and careful adult scrutiny, losing their freedom and their promiscuity. So, if my people depart from the virtues of God, they will find their freedom fading. Be humble. The high cost of freedom is commitment to God and to the self-discipline that such a commitment, if sincere, will demand. Be humble. Know that, without God, my stars will be overclouded, my stripes will fade, my glory will depart, and your freedoms will erode and die. I, the American flag, have known glory and humiliation, too. I see men and women of high rank spending their billions on sensate pleasures, drugs, drinks, and other debasing pleasures. Then I see them rise red-eyed to dress in clean clothes and pledge their allegiance to me without guilt or repentance. I want to cry out in shame, hypocrite, arise, cast out your sins. When I see the adultery, the lying and stealing, and the sins, then I remember a nineteen-year-old boy who came back from war with an empty sleeve, and another with an empty trouser leg, and another with a patch over a hollow in his head where once a bright eye sparkled. I think of these boys, and a million others who died for my country's freedom, and when I see how some of you live, I wonder if it was worth it. What a waste! No, not a waste. A challenge to call all under my stars and stripes back to the religious virtues that made freedom possible. I am the American flag. I am your flag. I am the flag of freedom. I live in the hearts of all men who yearn for freedom, to laugh, to love, to pray, to play, to marry and have children. I have called out to countries. Come to my shores and my side, all who are tired, poor, oppressed, and yearning to breathe free. Come, and I will be your guarantee of liberty. I say to my people, one, be proud, two, be humble, and my last word, three, 
be renewed. Yes, be renewed. That's my last word today. Renew your faith in God. Renew your pledge to follow His holy word. Think of it. Only 200 years ago, my people were a motley group of foreigners. They did not even speak the same language. Some spoke Dutch, others English, others German, others Spanish, and still others French. Then came the Irish, Italian, Hungarian, Russian, and Polish. Later, Chinese, Japanese, and Mexican. Somehow, they managed to overcome deeply embedded nationalistic prejudices, hostilities, and differences to pull together. It was, I say, a miracle of God. Hardly had they achieved nationhood when the bowels of the land were torn and ripped by a ghastly civil war. Neighbor against neighbor, father against son. But my country survived. And covered wagons gave way to railroads, and railroads to airplanes. Again war came and depression, soup lines and suicides. Yet somehow a deep faith surged from the very depth of my country's soul, and America survived. Then came another war, another and still another, four wars in a period of only six decades of this century. Still, the country survived it all. How? Why? What has kept this tough young giant standing on her feet through these invincible two hundred years? Where did the courage come from? Where did the faith come from? Where did the American endurance come from? Say what you will, you cannot explain the courage, the faith, or the toughness of this country without taking into account her churches, her temples, and her Bibles. More than we know, the explanation of our national strength can be found in the words of one whose teachings have permeated the vast majority of American citizens for our first two hundred years. This spokesman for God, Jesus Christ, promised, Whoever hears the word of God and follows it, I will compare him unto a wise man who built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. I know that in some circles today it is fashionable to discard all that has been held sacred, the Bible, the Ten Commandments, motherhood and marriage. I warn you, you cannot have the fruit without the root, or you will only live like a cut flower lives. Forsake God's virtues, and you cut yourself off from the deep springs from which has surged that spiritual faith and courage that has made this country powerful and great. Sever and seal off those sweet springs of spiritual power with the asphalt paving of modern revisionism, and I warn you, your freedoms will suffocate and die. Yes, the high price of freedom is faith in God. I ask you, are you a part of my country's problem? Become a part of my country's solution. Be proud. Be humble, be renewed. As I prepare to celebrate my 200th birthday, I have a prayer. Listen to it. Our Father's God, to thee, author of liberty, to thee we sing. Long may our land be bright with freedom's holy light. Protect us by thy might, great God, our King. 
and near the end of my first two hundred years. I have a dream. As I dream of the next one hundred years, I see our unquenchable, indestructible, imperishable spirit of human freedom spreading to the uttermost parts of the world. I dream of new airports, new doors opening, old walls falling and old ideologies fading away until the prayer we have been singing for years comes true. Not for this land alone, but be God's mercy shown from shore to shore. And may the nation see that men should brothers be and form one family the wide world o'er. Many a morning I recall rising at dawning to hear the trumpeter in camp arouse the slumbering to a new day with the sounds of revel. We stand today on the threshold of a new day, a new era, a new age. Do you not feel it? Rise up and make your country and your world great. This booklet was written in 1972. 1972. What have we seen since then? Have we repented? Have we come back to God? Or have we, as he stated, more than 40 years ago? His words come true. We have seen the moral devastation of our nation. We can only do so much as ones who cry out and give the warning. But it rests on the backs of every American citizen to act. It's not enough to speak. It's not enough to listen. We have to pull together one nation. I'm sick of hearing about Blue Lives Matter, as sick as I am of Black Lives Matter, because you know what? All lives matter. It's not just about abortion. It's not just about civil servants. And it's not, and it's never been about the color of our skin. It has been, as Martin Luther King himself said, about the content of our character. And that character, as he himself knew, comes only from a faith in God through his son, Jesus the Christ. We can only regain our nation if we corporately turn to Jesus, beg for repentance. The cool thing about him is he has already promised to do it. We don't have to do anything but change our hearts. That's all we do. And actually, we don't even do that. The Holy Spirit does that for us. But we have to let go of our sin. We have to turn away from our sin. And we can only corporately repent if we individually repent. I say it all the time. It's your heart to God's heart. But we can't stop there. We can't stop there. We need also to take action. We have been given a unique opportunity in this world to control our government. We are the government. We need to remember that. We need to bring it back. Take action with your vote. Please don't be an idiot and vote for Trump any more than you would vote for Hillary. I'm still planning to do a show on him. I can't even believe he's gotten this far. I didn't think people were that stupid. I'm sorry. I said it and maybe I shouldn't, but Trumpers are scary stupid frightening people. Come back. Take action. Vote for principle. Don't vote for someone because he's been a successful bully. Well, I digress. I'm sorry. That's another show. Right now, just turn back. Listen to the words that our flag would speak if it could speak. <laughs>
Oh, in 40 plus years, there's been so much more that could be added, but only to the same effect. Repent, humble ourselves, remember our American pride. Remember there are reasons for it. Let's get it back. Let's make our nation again something we can be proud of. All right. Thanks for listening. Copyright 2016, A. Christian.